Hey, this is Josie Clemens, and I'm from Hell's Kitchen. I'm the first vegan on Hell's Kitchen and with Self Love Vegans. Hey everybody, this is Sean Russell, founder of SoFlo Vegans and host of the SoFlo Vegans podcast. Welcome to season seven of our show. On this first episode, we have Josie Clemens, who is the first vegan chef on Hell's Kitchen. It's actually uh, one of two episodes that we're going to be doing. The next episode is going to feature Chef Emily Hirsch, who was also a plant-based contestant on the show. So we're excited to share Josie's story and the you know, just excited to have the conversation. It was a really good experience, especially being able to watch the entire season after being able to share those experiences. We're also excited to announce that this episode is supported by Spa Juice Bar. Now, they are a, a juice bar, as the name implies, here in South Florida, specifically the Las Olas community in Fort Lauderdale. They recently supported us on our Veg Night Out event, and we are so excited to have them as a partner. If you're in the area, stop by, wear your SoFlo Vegans gear, your vegan flag wristband, and you will get a special promotion. And if you want to find out more of those promotions, stay until the end of episode. And also on this episode, we have a special spotlight Music, yes, one of the first times we're doing music. You actually might have done music in the past, but it's been a while, and we have a song from our friends at the New Vegan. So all of that, and maybe some special surprises at the end, and we definitely want to hear from you. So listen all the way into the end to find out how you can become a part of this show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Soul Flow Vegans podcast. We are live and we are excited with the guest we have here today. We have Josie Clements from Hell's Kitchen. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm so good. I'm so amped and I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And, and, you know, I'm excited to have you on the show. I've been watching the season. I've been keeping up with it. I'm excited to see what's going on because it's refreshing to hear veganism show up and then be in a reality space. And, and when I say by that, I mean, it's you're seeing how other people react to it. You're seeing the different jer- people on different journeys of their veganism. We have an actual vegan representative on there. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, what's been your experience being the first vegan on Hell's Kitchen? Oh, oh man. Being the first vegan on Hell's Kitchen, I mean, it's super hype because veganism is now in mainstream media. So six million people who watch Hell's Kitchen, maybe they haven't heard about veganism. Maybe they've heard about it before and it was so unfamiliar that they like set it aside and it's like, deeply in the back of their subconscious um and now it's gonna come up again and they're gonna be like huh that's weird it's actually like on hell's kitchen um strange um so i'm really excited to to be like potentially the ultimate seed planter for someone to like make that transition you know what i mean Mm -hmm. to have that influence is really really exciting 
And especially this season, if you haven't been watching it, so yeah, uh, yeah. so definitely catch up. And what day does it come on again? What date and time? Comes on Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So on the episode, there is a group of you, some vegetarians. You're obviously the vegan on the group. Tell me, like, how, like, what was that experience like, you know, having, you know, vegetarians on there, but you being a vegan, like, what sort of things came up for you with that? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, you know, it was really intimidating to, like, come out and be like, yeah, I'm a vegan chef. Uh, because immediately everybody was kind of like, okay, not everybody knew exactly what veganism was, you know, in the dorms, like people would ask me like, you know, what being vegan fully means, um, asking questions about what I can and can't eat. And then when I told them like, yeah, I'm not tasting anything. They were just kind of like, uh, how's that going to (laughs) work? Especially because Gordon Ramsay's like really, really keen on having everything tasted before you bring it up to the past to him. Like it's got to be on point before you're going to present it to GR and send it out to the dining room. So Mm. they were just kind of like, yeah, they just kind of wrote me off immediately. (laughs) That's how I felt at least. (laughs) And and it shows in in the episodes too, that comes up from some of the other contestants during that time period did you know that was being like those conversations were being had? I know you said a little bit in the dorms, you know, things came up, but was anyone blatant with it? Did you experience any of that? Yeah, people honestly were, I mean, they were pretty straight up with me. Some people who weren't, their body language was straight up with Mm. me. (laughs) So either way, I think the people were definitely like, oh, you know, I don't think anybody was keeping it to themselves that, like, oh, this is going to be a concern, especially because we're just starting out. I'm not on their team. So now I'm their teammate and we're working together as a team to put out a great dinner service. Of course, they're going to be concerned about me. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got to say, speaking of team, you guys are you girls rather are doing an amazing women are doing an amazing job, you know, so far. And, you know, to me, it's like a no brainer. I mean, like I've worked with women my whole entire life and I know how you know, how, how you got, how you move. So it's like, okay, yeah, of course you guys are work, you know, working together and doing amazing, but what's that like to, you know, getting the success that your team is having, you know, how does that feel to, first of all, when it happened, but also to be reliving it and seeing the full picture of, you know, that foil between you guys, between you and the guys, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Tom, you're such a sweetie pie. Uh, <laughs> um, I felt really good. You know, it felt like, you know, I I didn't always have this kind of like a sidebar. I didn't always have girlfriends my whole life. I was always like with the guys. Um, I was always like playing football as a kid and like being more like the tomboy. So and I still am a tomboy to this day. But it's it was nice to like have that collaborative effort as a team of like young women who mm. are just passionate. We all share the same passion, which is food and expressing ourselves on a plate. And we're surviving in like an abusive, like hostile kitchen environment, mm. such as what the kitchen is. And yeah, it just, it felt really good. It was really inspiring. I remember like just feeling like, wow, like we can really take this to the moon. And I didn't even know like what that, meant but that's how I felt so I just felt like that 
and like camaraderie. And and the stakes are super high on this episode. You know, do you want to let people know kind of like what's at stake for the winner of this competition this season? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, we're all competing to be the head chef at Gordon Ramsay Steak in Paris, Las Vegas, and that comes with a two hundred fifty thousand dollars salary. That is life changing money for someone who's starting their career, um, especially for us young people. Um, I mean, what that really means is the possibility to, and I mean, you're also being Chef Chef Ramsay's protege, so it's the possibility of financial freedom and also just like absorbing some of the most probably potent knowledge in the culinary world possible. It's, it's worth more than the salary. Mm. And, and this, to see that is this, this is happening, that this platform is happening. Like from, if, if you've been following the vegan movement from it, obviously years and years, it's been a lot of, you know, build building blocks to get to where we are. But around 2019, it was really at full steam. And to see someone like, you know, Chef Gordon Ramsay have allowed this to be part of the show and for it to have such a prominent place in the storytelling of these, at least these first two episodes. I mean, this is exciting, you know? And so for you, let's go a little bit. I want to go, go a little bit more into the episode and some of the things that we're seeing and you're seeing probably for the first time because of the different perspectives. What One of the things we ask all of our guests is their vegan origin story, because we feel that, and you sharing that, it may give inspiration for someone else that they can do it. So what was your vegan origin story? How did you get to where you are today? Ooh, my vegan origin story. You know, the true origin story, I guess, started in 2015 when I actually like took action and went vegan. But I will say there's been breadcrumbs of like my soul like recognizing that I should be vegan way before that, not even really knowing what veganism was or like why I was thinking or feeling the way that I was. I remember <laughs> when I still lived in Detroit with it, it was just my mom and I before we moved to the suburbs. And I remember eating dinner with her one night and I was like, mom, how do you make chicken? Like what, what is chicken? And she goes, well, you know, the chickens at the petting zoo, <laughs> mm. they kill those chickens and that's what we're eating. It's just chicken is chicken. It's not like you make it something and then it's this, it's like, it's just a chicken. And I was just like, oh, and I remember not finishing my chicken that night, but like the next day, you know, I still was eating chicken because it, it comes in like these little playful nuggets, you know, of course, like kids are just like, they're eating this stuff because it's fun not really knowing like what it is. So I want to thank my higher self for asking me for <laughs> having me ask that question to my mom. But uh, also there was another time when I was 16 and I was working as a banquet chef um, at Palazzo Grande in Michigan, Shelby Township. And I was breaking down mad amounts of chicken and beef. I mean, we were serving like 10,000 people a week. You know how many pounds of meat that is? It's so much. And you're just like, I'm not even going to go into the details. But all I'll say is that I was working 120 hour weeks in the kitchen. So I was seeing a lot of meat and I was just handling it all. And 
not knowing why I was like, this is kind of gross. I'm just kind of turned off. Like after the dinner is put out, whatever dinners are left over, like in the hot box from our banquet events, that's what we eat or we prepare something on our own. But usually there's food left over and I would usually eat like the chicken or the beef. But then I was like, no, I'm just going to make quinoa and vegetables like that doesn't even look appealing to me. I don't mm. even want to eat that. It's been sitting in the hot box. It doesn't even look as good as it did when we first plated it. And so I was eating quinoa and vegetables all the time, like for probably two months. And I didn't understand why, truly, like what what was happening, which was just my heart was recognizing like this is an animal. This is gross. They share the same parts as we do. Like, that's nasty. <laughs> but I didn't have those thoughts. I just had these feelings. So you, I'm going to go a little bit before you started your vegan journey. You mentioned 16. When did your, when did your journey to be a chef start? That's what um, I want to know right now. Oh, man. I mean, that was written in the stars, man. That was written in the stars because... <laughs> In third grade, in my yearbook, they just, after Hell's Kitchen came out, my, I went to Montessori, Montessori school from kindergarten through third grade, and they sent me my third grade picture, which was literally like, in Montessori school, they have you next to your um, school, like yearbook pictures, they have you draw a picture of yourself doing what you want to do when you grow up. And I wrote, mm -hmm. I want to be a chef. And I was like, wow. But I started in the kitchen with my uncle, Alwyn. I mean, he he has his own bakery in Berkeley, uh, which is a city outside of Detroit. And it's just a winning company. And he's famous for his scones. And I would just go into the kitchen with him and help him and just be an extra set of hands. And he would pay me in scones. I'd like walk out the door with like this many scones and just like stacked up to my <laughs> stacked up to my chin. I'm like carrying these scones to my car. <laughs> so it was great. Okay. So when you became vegan, and obviously you're a chef, how did that impact, you know, your love for creating new dishes? Did you immediately go to some of the old favorites and try to be like, what, what, what happened combining those two things? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. When I first went vegan, you know, I was 19 years old, maybe 20. I think I was 19. And I was actually out of the kitchen. I had gotten fired from my last job and I entered the corporate world because I was like, I just want to make money and own my own restaurant. And I'm tired of working for chefs. Mm. Like I'm just, I'm over it. And so I was already pretty disconnected from food and I was feeling like pretty discouraged about my place as a chef and like in the culinary world. And so I just started making lots of soups. I just didn't know how to be vegan. I didn't, I didn't mm. research it. I was working two jobs. I just, I started making soups. I started boiling vegetables and then like adding pasta to my, like I'd boil pasta and then I'd make a soup and then I just put noodles in a bowl and then, you know, my vegetables and broth. And it was really boring. And I lost a lot of weight because I wasn't reading, like I wasn't meeting my caloric goals. But at the same time, I also realized like maybe I don't need to eat as much as I was before because mm -hmm. I'm feeling like I have a lot of energy, even though I'm losing weight and I'm not taking in a lot of calories. I was very calorie conscious and like macro conscious because I had been like going to the gym hardcore since I was in high school. So I was like trying to like analyze this stuff and I was like, I don't know, maybe I don't need to eat three meals a day. Maybe I don't need to like eat 
60 grams of protein. Maybe I don't actually need protein mm. to this day. I still don't eat protein. Mm. Like I eat oh. fruit. <laughs> so people's, people's ears are probably like heads are exploding right now. Like, how are you alive if you're not, you know, getting X amount of protein per day? So, you know, that's this goes to show you there's a lot of things that, you know, are can be dispelled once you start talking to people. You know, there's I know vegans who are in their hundreds, you know, who don't subscribe to the standard American diet. So that's awesome to hear you say that. Um, now, let's jump a little bit back into the show. Now, if you are watching it, and I'm talking to people watching this right now. If you're watching these episodes right now, you may notice our guest is Feature pretty prominently throughout the episodes. And there's one thing in particular that keeps kind of a reoccurring, <laughs> reoccurring theme on there. Do you want to do you want to touch on that? Maybe we're on the same page on what that is. Like what it, like what went through your mind when you saw how the, how everything's played out? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll definitely touch on it. Um I may or may not be in love with Gordon Ramsay. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, I love him. I don't know if I'm in love with him, but I love him because he is just so intense. He is so assertive. He's so about integrity, which is something that really means, I mean, that's like a high value of mine. And I think that I'm, prior to Hell's Kitchen, I was not comfortable with, like, really expressing what was in my heart. I didn't want to like hurt people's feelings. I didn't want to trigger people, but he's really taught me that I can still be like a soft, loving person and also push a message and also have integrity and also like guide people by being intense and by using passion and using um, knowledge to, to lead people and to, to guide them to do what they're innately built to do, which is go vegan. So I mean, I just really, I really respect Gordon Ramsay. I <laughs> I actually have a picture of him kissing his newborn baby, but my head is photoshopped onto the baby's head <laughs> because my <laughs> friend made that for me for my birthday. And it's so funny. I just thought of that. So I want to, so let's stay on, let's stay on the show because we actually did get a question from someone in the chat. And by the way, this is interactive. So if you're watching this right now, I know you're probably super into the conversation. Shoot over any messages, any comments, and we'll share it out. We got a few, so I'll share them now. So this one is a question regarding, I think it was the last episode. They want to know why you didn't cook for Mike Tyson on the last episode. Um, and he wanted the vegan risotto. Mm. so no that is a good question mike tyson was on so there were two celebrity chefs there was one for the red team and there was one for the blue team and the blue team had mike tyson mm -hmm. and you know when i was watching the show i was like oh yeah did he ask for a vegan risotto i can't tell if it's like gordon ramsay's accent or if he actually requested a vegan risotto i rewinded it like three times and it sounded like he requested that but I actually, I was so in my own world on the other side of the kitchen. I wasn't, I wasn't a part of that. You, you were over there, you were over there going to the moon winning. So that's, that's what's up. <laughs> um, no shade, no shade, no shade. Um, <laughs> um, so that's awesome. I mean, the fact that 
it has opened up a little, it has opened up a lot. I mean, this is huge, you know, for, for them to have this group on, for it to be prominently featured in the storytelling, to see what's going on, for it to not be a, 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 a gag take when someone's talking about vegan. It's like, it's almost like, oh, they only cook with this ingredient. Okay, it is what it is. Let's move forward and win some competitions. I feel like that's the vibe I'm getting from the majority of it. But what has been what has been the the response from your family, your friends in regards to these episodes? Like like how how have you been taking it? How have they been taking it? I'm sure they're excited. Mm-hmm. My family and my friends have been so hyped for me, which is good because I get like really nervous. I'm like, oh my God, another episode. <laughs> but uh hmm. Their, their support and the, the support from the vegan community has been incredible. Mm. I mean, it's, 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 it's opening doors. You know, I, what I see from this is other competitions, other shows are going to be really spotlighting, are finding ways to spotlight. Because this is, this is, you know, obviously it's a lifestyle for a lot of people. It's something that we take seriously, but it's catching a lot of steam, like you mentioned earlier, in the press and media. A lot of celebrities are coming out you know, either being plant-based or vegan, which, you know, there is a distinction on there, but like right now it's like, let's take win a win, you know, exposure is exposure. So let's just focus on the intention. And that's what I want to touch on a little bit. The intention because you mentioned um, Chef Gordon Ramsay, how he perceived how he comes off. But for me, the difference is the intention behind why he's doing what he's doing. You know, and I feel like that's what you're that's what you pick up on, which a lot of people pick up on why the show has been around for, you know, as many seasons as it's been. So what where are you right now? Like what not physically, but in terms of. What's next for you or is that stuff you could talk about, like kind of like what's going on in your world right now? Oh, man, I mean, my world has been as kind of anticipated i guess i didn't anticipate to this degree it's been completely turned upside down for the best i just have a lot of like interviews and opportunities to speak about veganism speak about you know speak to wonderful people like yourself sean and just like i don't know i guess just promote veganism and and educate and kind of explain my story to people and I mean my main goal right now is to help people transition into veganism as a solution to all their other problems rather than viewing going vegan as another problem to add to their list of problems in their day to day. But I'm also going to be going to Europe and I'm going to be collaborating with uh different chefs over there, one from Unity Diner in London. Um and we're going to be raising money for animal sanctuaries. I mean, I really want to make the most out of this Euro trip and just be able to bring small vegan brands up and help them expand and become more accessible. Because I think that if people can find ease in veganism and and see how easy it can be and have access to vegan, good vegan products and all the grocery stores and whatnot, I mean, to me, that's like, that's the key. That's, that's the key. Mm. And what, what, as we wind down on this conversation, what 
words of encouragement would you give? And it's going to be a two-part question. First is what words of encouragement, what words of encouragement would you give to someone who is thinking about going vegan? Maybe they're on the first legs of their journey. And then the second question is what words of encouragement would you give to someone who's looking to become a chef or move into that direction? So we'll start with the vegan question. Mm. For someone who's first going vegan, I wouldn't try to worry too much about how to meet your, how to replace your current lifestyle perfectly with a vegan lifestyle. I would just try your best to eat whatever vegan food is available. Don't try to be vegan perfectly. Don't try to be the healthy vegan. Don't you know, don't try to do too much of anything other than just do what you can and focus on the good. Don't focus on the bad of like, oh, well, this is inconvenient here. It's like, okay, well, if it's a little inconvenient and you need to give yourself some grace in your period and your journey of going vegan, allow yourself grace. Don't judge yourself along the way because it's going to create so many more obstacles in your mind that you're not even going to be able to accomplish your goal. You have to be easy on yourself and just trust that you are naturally headed in that direction. And then same question, but now for people who are looking to become chefs. Mm, This is a good question. I feel that in order to become a chef, you have to be really humble and you have to be willing to look like an absolute idiot. Mm -hmm. Really, truly. You have to be able to ask questions even when the answer seems obvious. Um, Get as many perspectives as you can. And also, don't be afraid to insert yourself. Don't be afraid to insert your ideas. But I mean, if you're just starting as a chef, that should come way later. Don't worry about being able to express yourself. You just need to absorb everything you can from whoever's willing to teach you. And whoever's willing to teach you, just be grateful for their guidance and be grateful that they are willing to to work with you. Um, It's not easy being a chef. And it is an absolute ego death. And you just have to be willing to ride that roller coaster for a long period of time and take care of yourself when you're not on shift and, and just keep going. And we're going to close out with two more questions that we, I received um, offline. First question is, what was the audition process like as much as you can talk about or like what, what did you go through to actually get onto the show? audition process is lengthy. Um, I will say that the audition process is going to capture your essence as a human being and as a chef. Um, And you just have to be willing to be authentic and Mm. just show up exactly as you are and no more. And then the last official question, and then I'll give you a moment just to speak to the audience and share whatever's on your heart, is this season is a little different. It's focusing on uh, the young guns, you know, a younger group of, of people in their 20s on the show. So what was that like when you discovered that was part of the show? You know, what, 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 is, what was your experience of that? Discovering that it was young guns actually took a lot of the pressure off because I thought that I was going to be going against or going up there with so many people, like so many chefs that had like years of experience on me and being the vegan chef, 
I was like fully willing to be the first one eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then the last thing is going to be whatever's on your heart right now, whatever you want to share with our audience, this is your floor. Anything maybe you didn't discuss, I mean, you have the opportunity to, to share it right now. Wow. I'd say that right now is a time more than ever. Right now is a time more than ever to really embody veganism and what it's meant to be. To really reflect on why we feel so compassionate towards animals and to also remember that humans are animals. Animals are easy to love. They're easy to defend. They are cute. They can't talk back. Um, they're innocent. They're loyal. They're beautiful. Humans have perceivably non-beautiful parts to them, including the fact that somebody might not be. We as vegans were so tapped into that, ooh, that heartstring feeling, that 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 compassion that we end up we end up judging people and then we end up confusing people when we're supposed to be pushing compassion. They're not receiving compassion in their hearts, the non-vegans. So as much compassion as you have for the animals, you have to be able to willingly deliver that to every human being that comes into your life, no matter what it is that they're doing, no matter what it is that they look like, no matter what it is that where they are on their journey. We have to embody veganism for what it truly, truly is, which is just a, a lifestyle of virtue. You are listening to the SoFlo Vegans podcast with Sean Russell. Go to hear the go. 
thank Josie Clemens for being a guest on today's show. We want to thank the new vegan Spa Juice Bar, all of our partners, and most importantly, you, the listener. We make this so you guys can learn more about what's going on in the vegan community here in South Florida, as well as getting resources, tools, and other information. And one of the best ways we can give you what you're looking for is by providing us with feedback. And how do you do that? Go to SoFloVegans.com slash podcast. There will be a section at the top where you can provide your feedback, leave voicemails, and we will be selecting people to air on the show. And if we do air you, sending a little gift your way, show our appreciation. So once again, go to SoFloVegans.com slash podcast for more information. You can also become a member of SoFlo Vegans, whether a free member or you want to be a paid member. Both support us tremendously. And you can find out other ways to support us as well by going to SoFloVegans.com slash support. So that does it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Once again, send us some feedback. Contact at SoFlo Vegans or go to that support, the feedback page on SoFloVegans.com slash podcast. And next episode, we have Chef Emily Hirsch, who was also on Hell's Kitchen, who's a plant-based chef. And if you watch the season, both Josie and Emily were really close on the show. So it's great to have them back-to-back on our season seven run. And that being said, we'll see you next time. Today's episode was produced and edited by Sean Russell. Our associate producer is Lauda Gomez. To become a sponsor, please visit soflovegans.com promo for more details.